This was in January of 2020 at McAllister. Just be. So here I had, uh, and I have not typically, I have not typically gone over a sermon again. I'd, I'd give a sermon, a, a topic, a sermon, and I just, I don't know, I just haven't. Anyway, but here's a part of this sermon. There, I, can't, I had four list of B's. This is a list of B's. Uh, B-E. I'm not talking about the buzzing B's. I'm talking about B, B. Uh, B number one. And, and Oh, that's, that's another thing. And that, in the context, when I, when I have written out here, B number one, I'm not talking about just B number one. No. The B number one was in 1 Peter 1.16. Be ye holy. Be ye holy. Uh, the next B, B number two, is ye followers of God. That's in Ephesians 5.1. And when I was sitting right there uh, earlier, thinking about uh, these bees, or it might have been in the Sabbath school lesson this morning, um, uh, I knew that there was another one that I needed, and that because it popped in my brain. I thought, that's, and I was going to go look it up on my phone. But would you know that I looked down here and it's actually already number three. Be ye saved. That's in Isaiah 45, 22. And 2 Peter 3, 11 is uh, ye ought to be. Uh, ought, no, ought ye to be. Um, I, I can't remember the, the rest of the context on that. But... So, as far as a special goes, I, was, I couldn't help but think of, we've, we've gone through trials and tribulations. The world is going through trials and tribulations right now. Many generations have. People that were chased into the wilderness and persecuted for faith. So I woke up this morning and the song was actually on reading my brain last, was it last night? Yes. On the sunny side. Do you all know that song? It's, uh, it's hymn number 437. So if you'd like to turn, turn to 437. And we'll just look at, uh, look at these words here. Of, I'm on the sunny side. Yes, I'm on this. That's what it says. I'm on the sunny side. And it's, it has four, I guess you would say, parts to it. Uh, and lots of good positive words, and it has these squiggles here. It has bars and lines and notes and such. I don't read those, but I'm confident someone does. <laughs> and someone might be able to put these to a nice musical accompaniment on the piano. So, <laughs> Sister Pearl, <laughs> would you help be a part of this special with the rest of us? Okay. Let's all sing. Uh, I'm on the sunny side. Stand if you'd like. I found the Savior. I'm on the sunny side. I found the Savior and I'm happy now in Him. I'm on the sunny side of life. He gives me victory. I have peace and joy within. I'm on the sunny side of life. 
I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side of life. I've left the wilderness. I'm on this side. I'm on the sunny side of life. Till Jesus calls me home in Canaan, I'll be fine. I'm on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side of life. The passing days bring many cares for me. I know I'm on the side of life. Okay. I praise the Lord, He keeps me brighter than snow. I'm on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side. I'm on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side, I'm on the sunny side, I'm on the sunny side of life. Brother, so weary here, the Savior calling thee, come on the sunny side of life. He will deliver, he will keep thee every day, come on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side, I'm on the sunny side, I'm on the sunny side of life. I'm on the sunny side, I'm on the sunny side, I'm on the sunny side of life. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, at this time, we'll ask Brother Pastor Ed to come give the message. God has. Morning, everyone. Well, we're always happy to be at church and always uh, good to sing a song like On the Sunny Side. <laughs> and uh, really uh, great the things that uh, Sabbath School class on prayer and some of the things that were talked about, I thought, oh boy, they're going to do away with my sermon. <laughs> so this may be a shorter sermon than regular, but um, uh, that, that can help us as well. Um, the topic, does it pay to be a faithful Christian? And you know, sometimes when I'm up here, I run my fingers like this. Does it actually pay? Is there money in my pocket to be a Christian? And some people say, well, you pay tithe, you must be losing. No, it's the other way around. When we pay tithe, we gain. <laughs> uh, God sends blessings. So... Um, in thinking about this, I had a special verse I wanted to read um, here, but also there's a verse on uh, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. That's from Proverbs 28, verse 20. But I want to read verse 18 as well there. So if you wanted to look up Proverbs 18, verse 20, 
Uh, and then back up two verses because they go nicely together. Proverbs 28, 18. Whoso walketh upright, uprightly, shall be saved. Wow, we need to have that. And this is an assurance. This is a blessing that's promised to us. If we walk upright, we will be saved. But he that is perverse in his ways shall fall at once or immediately. <laughs> He's going to have troubles in this world. He's going to get in trouble. He's going to get fall. He's going to get hurt and so on. Uh, so we want to be upright. Then the verse 19 says, He that tilleth uh, his land shall, be, uh, plen- shall have plenty of bread, but he that followeth after vain persons shall be uh, have, shall have poverty enough. Uh, having poverty enough. Uh, I'd rather not have that much poverty. <laughs> okay. uh, you know the prayer in the scripture that says, don't give me this, don't give me that, don't give me poverty unless I you know, go the wrong way, that I fail. And uh, so that would be along with this one as well. So if we till our land, if we will be working and work our land, um, we would have plenty of bread. Why? Because God's going to bless us too. God will have those seeds growing and get the, the wheat to grow and the corn, other things, so we can have cornbread and we can have wheat bread and so on, rye and those things. God is going to help us. And then that verse 20, a faithful man. So this is our goal is to become faithful, stay faithful, be a faithful man, shall abound with blessings. But the other way around, it says then, but he that maketh haste to be rich. Ah, he's got the wrong point of view, right? He wants the money. Shall not be innocent. I thought innocent, oh. And immediately I looked in the margin. It tells what that word means. And what it could have been translated as unpunished. If you're not innocent, you're looking for punishment. And this morning during the Sabbath school class, I just kept saying, don't, don't say it, don't do it, don't say it. There's a story of this preacher that was the youngest in the family, I think he was. And there was, the rest were all girls. But he said they had a, a board on the wall with a belt hanging on it. And the belt said, for spanking, so I need the every hour. <laughs> he said it was used every hour on the hour. <laughs> so he learned to come up right, to be right. Well, this idea of being faithful, if I can just read a couple of lines here, uh, the titles of, of sections, a faithful prayer and a blessing. If we will pray faithfully, be faithful, we would have those, that blessing. Uh, faithful focus on the promises, promises of the Bible, are a blessing. A faithful faithful and patient and are blessed. If, if we're faithful in being, um, being a patient, patient person, being faithful, uh, and we should be uh, faithful. And we are, if we're faithful, we will be patient. That's kind of the attitude there. And there is blessings to go with that. Um, faithful preserve. Faithfulness will preserve us. And there's a blessing in that. And faithful praises of God 
uh, will bring blessings, faithful in our servants, service. So I started thinking about this faithfulness and how, how long we can hang in there and focus on uh, promises of God. Well, right away I thought about this book, and there's, there's more similar to it, Faithfulness with Promises, the Promises of God. Somebody took uh, topics and put topics in here with a whole bunch of scriptures underneath them for keeping you faithful, showing you the promises that will come if you'll look them up. Look at the Bible verses. This has got no writing in it whatsoever except the King James Bible. I thought, whoa, that's really, really nice. Lots of topics. In fact, last night I looked uh, 67 topics with Bible verses only. Nobody's idea, just Bible verses. Okay. What's this here? Well, this tends to tell a little on me. This, I put, even put a paper on the front so I'd remember when I just look at a blank, black cover. This is where things really went together for me. This was a study of the Bible and all the topics that could fit in this here. It was called the... Searchlight Bible Correspondence Course, 1950s. Well, I know I remember working on it back there, or knew of it. And of course, when we went to ministerial council or ministerial training school, we, we knew about this. But in the front of this, I've got 72. Something was happening in our life. We moved, and I was working in electronics and happy with my job, happy with my circumstances, but it was beginning to get to me. The cares of this world. Well, I was taking, uh, um, I was going to say the name of it, pills for nervous tension. And uh, I knew it was only going to get worse. I'd already had stomach troubles. And I knew it was going to get worse. As long as I had the nervous tension, it was not going to help. And Pearl said I was walking back and forth on Sabbath afternoon because I was hyper. We'd go to church in the morning, 45 mile drive, and uh, you could only go about 45 miles an hour, so it was an hour's drive <laughs> to church. And with the two little kids, we had to get out of there. So we moved. All in one day, I told my boss, I'm out of here. I'm over with, I'm done. Today is my last day kind of thing. And then we phoned the landlord and told him the same thing. And then we moved. I was working on ships, and there's no ships at 40 mile, 45 miles from the ocean. <laughs> okay. So everything in our life was going upside down. What did we do? Faithful people will do faithful things, looking for God's promises, right? So this is what Pearl and I did. We started studying this little book, Searchlight Bible Correspondence Course. And it's got my name up in the corner and it's got it dated. 1-10-72. Pearl and I did this together and our children with us. We talked about it and studied it. And we started reading the Bible with the children. Pearl had been doing it already before that, but I was up to here in man's lives. Ships and boats and Boats that sunk and were filled with bilge oils all over the equipment that you had to get out of the... Oh, and I was getting seasick at, tied to the wharf. <laughs> it was an awful situation at times. 
it was such a blessing to turn to the promises of God, turn to the Bible, get out of that mess that I was in, and God never let me down. Wow. Completely switched my trade because of God's blessings. We are talking with our daughter last night, and I was thinking, you always keep this job until you get another one ready. Then you move to the next job. Talking about our son-in-law and so on, other people that could do the same. And I thought, well, then I went from there to there to there to there. God blessed me with five trades. Oh, and then I went back to school for GED. (laughs) I had federal papers. God was blessing. God never left me behind. We started studying the scriptures. And the more we studied, the more we lived Christian, the more we acted Christ-like. Led the church, helped the church to prosper and grow. So faithfulness pays. Did I lose anything in money? No, I actually had a really good job in architectural drafting and civil engineering and so on teaching of electronics. In Canada, it was $30 an hour. After they took a 10% cut in pay because they said we were giving us too much. $30 an hour for your classroom time. I mean, all along, God has done things for me that you just never would guess that would ever happen because we tried to be faithful. We can't measure ourselves. The Bible says don't measure yourself by yourself or you're going to get in trouble. <laughs> okay. But it, it was in my pocket. I knew God was there. I knew God was helping us. I knew every step of the way, it never would believe it from this step to that step to that step. In 1972, they also got a different government in. They seized all the property of the entire state, and only 5% of it was owned by people. But they seized all the property, and if you walked in the wilderness, you could be picked up for vagrancy. Wow. House prices doubled overnight. And a few years, just two or three years later, about three years later, we bought a house. Four years? Four years later, we bought a house. How can you do that? Only by the Heavenly Father. Only by blessings of God. How do you buy a house when it's that bad? And what was it? A few years later, we sold it for half again. That much. (laughs) I didn't do nothing. You know, it's not me. It was the Heavenly Father's blessings. From one step to the next step to the next step. So let's look at some of these things. I do want to go to uh, the thought of staying faithful and know what you need to be doing. So I, I thought right away I wanted to read Daniel. So go with me to Daniel chapter 3. If you look that up in the scriptures, Daniel chapter 3. Oh, there we go. Daniel chapter 3, and I knew it was middle column halfway down. You know that idea of where I find the scriptures doesn't work on the computer? (laughs) It's not halfway down on the inside column. (laughs) Okay. This is the story of uh, three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They were captives. They were... um, um, 
down on their luck, you might say, because they were slaves to this king. What's going to happen at the end of this story? You, you really need to read Daniel 1, 2, 3, 4. You need to find out what happened to these three, where they came from, what kind of luck they had. Luck is no good, doesn't, doesn't help you a bit. And the country went wrong, so they went into captivity, and God said, this foreign king is going to be your ruler because they weren't living up to the Heavenly Father anyway. But he's going to be my servant to punish you. Interesting. Okay. So here they are, and he built this thing that they were supposed to bow down to, and what was that? Six or more? Six instruments of music that they were going to play? And if you go to college, they'll tell you in a music appreciation class that they never had music until about 400 after Christ. <laughs> what a lie! This is about 600 years before Christ. And all of these instruments are approved. Where, where's the first instrument in the Bible? Third chapter of Genesis. <laughs> oh, the world lies to us over and over. Anyway, he said, when, when all this music goes on, you're going to have to bow down and, uh, before this idol. So the last part of verse 16, it says, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter of bowing before this idol. He said, we don't have to be careful because we know already what we're going to do. We know what our God wants us to do. So verse 17, if it be so that, if it be so, our God whom we serve, wow, we serve this God, the Yahweh God, the Jehovah God. We serve that God, not Baal and all these other names that they had for gods, Dagon and so on. So we serve this God, and he is able, no question, he is able to take care of the situation for us, to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. Now that's a pretty bold statement. If anything goes wrong, you're in trouble with this king that he th thinks he's higher than the Heavenly Father. You're going to be at the bottom of the stick. So this is a bold statement. My God is able to do this. And he's going to deliver us out of thine hand. The king sure didn't want to hear that, I bet. But if not, oh, sometimes it doesn't go the way we wish. It might go the way God wants it done. But if not, uh, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve other serve thy gods, these made-up gods of plaster and sticks and stones and carvings and art. We're not going to serve this God. Nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. We're not going to do it. Wow, what happened to them? Ah, You've got to read the rest of the story. I would love to tell you right now, but... <laughs> You've got to go there and look at Daniel chapter 3 and read this. Uh, it's, it's not very far. It, it, the outcome is phenomenal, way better than you could guess. And God's witness and testimony went through all these areas of the country, all over the place where these people were. They were made rulers. They did things for people where they, they got known as to their standard that they lived by and how God was blessing them. Amazing. Blessings followed their obedience.
So, okay, we need to be faithful in prayer. And that's what the Sabbath school lesson was about as well. But, uh, because there's blessings attached with our prayer, prayer life. In Matthew 21, verse 22, it says, And all things whatsoever ye shall ask in prayer, believing, I made an extra note there, believing, ye shall receive. Ye shall receive. Now, there's a little if, if and then. If you do this, then that happens. God's going to be there. God's going to keep his word. But the if is, what do we do? Are we going to hang in there? Uh, most Christians fail to pray. I was in with a bunch. I'd started ministerial school quite a few years back before 72. In fact, 10 years back. Wow. I had been in the school and out of the school and in electronics and out of this and out of that in training and education and and I was forgetting how much to pray. People would encourage me that when you go deer hunting, pray for that, you get to shoot the deer. Wow, well, now you better make sure that's in God's will because <laughs> God made the little deer too. And I sure didn't need that much food. <laughs> so I did get to shoot one. But <laughs> those things are in God's hands, right? Don't pray that you just put it on your own, own uh, lusts, your own desires. God didn't answer it when I asked that particular time, thought I'll get it today. I won't have to worry about it. No, it wasn't that day. It was some other time. Many, probably many days, maybe years later. Anyway, um, people forget to pray. They neglect prayer. And I was there too. In fact, I had to have somebody watching over me that said, most of your prayers are give me, give me, give me. Give me this, give me that, give me this. Uh, we need to have more praise in our prayers. Thanking God for the blessings that he gives us. Be always mindful of saying thank you. Um, prayers plus faith brings miracles. There's a number of scriptures that say things like that. Um, promise is believing ye shall receive. That's what we had in Matthew uh, that I read already. Believing and you will receive. Uh, we must pray more fervently as well as frequently. We are admonished to pray without ceasing. And you know me, I always say, don't shut your eyes if you're driving the car. <laughs> but we still can pray. We can pray all times. We can be mowing the lawn and we can be praying. We can do all kinds of things. We need to pray without ceasing. And that's from 1 Thessalonians 5 and verse 17. Uh, going on to point number two would be uh, faithful Focus. If we have our focus firm on the promises of God for reading the scriptures and, and focusing on them, then we will be blessed. We'll receive blessing. Here's a verse in Romans uh, 15, verse 4. For whatsoever thing were written aforetime were written for our learning. It's only part of the verse, but 
if you think of it that way, that if you don't read the scriptures, you won't know what was there for us to learn. And you know, this book isn't that fat. It's got a, quite a few pages in it, but it's not so bad. When I wanted to get into architectural drafting, I took a volume this size and memorized it because I did not know the size of a door, door frame. They'd call that door 2668. And I thought it was 26 inches by, no, that doesn't work at all, does it? It's just a name. It meant two foot six wide by six foot eight tall. I didn't know that. And I was starting to do drafting. I had to go back and erase all those words and change it on the paper because I was just learning. And God helped me make a living at it for 12 years. And then I went on to computerization as well. Why? God does blessings. Amazing what he does for us. And we'll learn from the past. I was learning from a book about my job. Well, <laughs> what, about, what about it? We need to learn from this book how we live, how we serve our Heavenly Father. What examples are there? What uh, praises? What, what, what about the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? We need to know who they were and what God did for them. So, it's very appropriate for us to be able to read the scriptures, get a feel for them, get an understanding for them, because um, there's blessings to be had. They were written for our learning. And with patience, if we take our time in reading and, and patience to let it soak in, and multiple times, uh, we bought some brown books and started reading to the children before 72. When we moved, we took the books with us and we began to read from those books. Found out they were in air. They had angels with wings. There's no Bible verse for that. Yeah, we started finding all sorts of things. That was not right. The, um, the angels, <laughs> there's seraphims and cherubims, and they have wings. And some of them had four to cover the lower part of the body and two up here. Um, but regular, everyday angels are men, not females. They're men. And they're usually warriors. Interesting. Well, you have to look for yourself to study. We, we learn by reading the scriptures. There's not this little dainty little female that flew around that did all these warrior type things in here. Right. We need to read the scriptures so we know what's going on. And by the way, men can fly too. Oh, we have airplanes, that's right. But there's men in the Bible that were at this place, and a few minutes later they were over there, maybe 50 miles away, baptized a guy, sapped out of there and was over there doing God's will. How did they fly? Without wings. God's got other means of transportation. <laughs> and it doesn't take him hard, hard times at all to move what has to be moved. Okay. Uh, God's word assures us of those promises if we read them. In, uh, in Romans 15 and verse 4, it says, and this is just the last part of that verse, 
um, they were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So we're going to, if we're reading the scriptures and getting to understand them, we're going to get that patience that we need, especially these end times, we sure need patience. And comfort, we need peace and quiet and relaxation so we can get that from the scriptures and it'll give us hope. We need to be able to know the promises in order to claim them. One person I said to him, if you don't know what you don't know, you won't be able to do so-and-so. And he was kind of caught in a glitch. If you never got a newsletter, if you never got a bulletin, how would you know what was going on in the district? And we weren't getting bulletins, we weren't getting newsletters, we weren't getting representation. How would we know what was going on? Well, if you, if you don't read the Bible, you're not going to know the, what's going on. You're not going to be informed. We have to read the scriptures and, and learn what was going on back there and what happened to the people that served God and those that didn't serve God. Uh, faithful. Faithful people. The faithful are patient and they've received blessings. In your patience, possess your souls. That's Luke 21, verse 19. But I, I want to read verse 18 as well. Got that right over here. Or over here, either way. I think I have to look it up over here. It'll be easier. Okay, I want Luke. Luke 21. By the way, this is a good chapter. So if you get to Luke 21, all chapters are good, aren't they? <laughs> Luke 21. And I want verse 18 and then 19. What's 18 got to say? But there shall be, in 21, Luke 21, okay. Um, but there shall not an hair of your head perish. Ah, uh, you know why I wanted that one? Because this scripture is, this whole chapter is about the end time signs and, and wonders and problems and plagues and moon going dark or whatever, you know, the uh, Gentiles doing this and so on. Um, you want to read this chapter. Very interesting. And here we are up there at verse 19. And it says, or verse 18, but there shall not an hair of your head perish. We don't have to worry about this end time that's going on. How, how hot does a fire get there for uh, Shadrach, Meshach, Meshach, and Abednego? Seven times hotter than it was meant to be heated. Yeah, they were smelting steel in those days as well. And if it's coming at you, this problem is there, and not even a hair of your head is going to perish. That's, that's a promise. In your patience possess ye your souls. And then it goes on to tell about the end of the world and things that are going to be happening. Um, I could really get into that quite easily, but we must carry on. Uh, when you read in Luke 21, that's where we are right here, uh, I want to look at verse 25 
because I thought this was interesting. Uh, yes, the sun and moon and the stars be darkened and so on, the end times, the seas roaring and so on, um, men's so, uh, hearts failing them. But I wanted to get down to verse uh, 28. Yes, verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, and you know what I wrote on here? I put, uh, uh, when you see, and a blank, 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 and I put check mark this, check mark this. Check. We need to find out what those things are and put, okay, I understand that. I want to tick mark it. Tick mark the next one, tick mark it. Then I put three dots. Look up. Ah, that's what that verse is all about. In verse 28, when you see all these kind of things coming to pass, you're not supposed to worry and, and crawl in a cave and hope for the stones to fall on you. <laughs> you look up. Why? Because the trumpet is going to be blowing. Christ is going to be coming. That's why you're looking up. Look up. Lift up your heads. Don't even have your head hanging down. Look up and get your head up. For your redemption draweth nigh. Whoa, yes, we can really take those blessings to heart. And what's in verse 36? Well, I got the Bible open here too. I got it on the computer. But verse 36, Watch ye therefore and pray always that ye may be accounted. You got to do something to get paid, right? You got to have a list, be accounted. Somebody's writing them down. What did you do here and there? That you're counted worthy to escape all these things that shall come upon, come to pass and to stand before the Son of Man. There's a list going on. All this, this is happening, this bad, this is happening, this bad, and God is saving you from this. God's saving you from that. You've kept your, your countenance, you've kept your faith, you've kept, your, kept yourself in the Scriptures, in the Lord, and uh, it's going to be counted worthy that you can escape those things. A lot of people will tell you, you're, you're going to fly away to heaven. Okay, what was that chapter and verse? Uh, now be careful. Jesus is coming here. We're not going there. When you go to meet somebody at the train, you don't go to the other city and ride back with them on the train. <laughs> Jesus is coming here. He's going to land on the Mount of Olives. It's going to divide. He's going to set up his kingdom. We're going to rule with him for a thousand years here on earth. Wow, okay. So um, there's going to be a lot of things. Some think of the secret rapture, you know, and uh, they think they're going to be gone before all the trouble happens. Well, there's a lot of verses that talk about the trouble and we're not supposed to get touched by it or worried over it or have a problem with it because we have the Heavenly Father looking after us the whole time. If we'll watch out for our patience, it'll open the door to kindness to understanding, and to Christ-likeness. And James tells us, but let patience have her perfect work. Something could happen during the patience <laughs> that we may not be happy with. But let it do its thing, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. It's James chapter 1, verse 4. The faithful preserve, are preserved, or will be preserved, and are blessed. After that ye have suffered a while, make you perfect. That's only part of the verse in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 10. 
Some Christians give up too quickly and too easily. Just give it up. Just quit. Get discouraged. Throw up their hands. I'm out of here. You know, we can't be like that. With our Christian lifestyle, we have to be willing to serve God at all times and be there for the work of the Lord. We need to keep on keeping on. Just get tough. Tough gets stronger. Persevere. Perseverance opens doors of dependability and strength. Establish and strengthen and settle you. It's 1 Peter 5, verse 10. And you read verse 11 there as well. All good material. Verse um, 11. It says, To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So that's the end of a statement about our faith and our perseverance. Faithful, uh, the faithful, praise God and are blessed. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. And his greatness is unsearchable. That's Psalm 145, verse 3. Most Christians fail when it comes to praising God. We really need to be thinking thinking about uh, what's happening in our, in our world. I thought that noise was something to do here with my machine, but it's the fan. <laughs> um, so Christians must uh, not fail to, to be giving God praise. Uh, don't get too busy coping with other things and the stresses of life. Uh, it's not just a give me, give me type deal. We need to be praising God, have our time of praise. Praise enables us to handle stress. Boy, you can sure come down off of a high of stress and the medications that keep the stress in hand is not a good idea for our health. Uh, We need to be looking at um, the positive side of life. Um, Don't don't let the stresses bombard us, hurt us, give us problems. Um, To praise, we must look at the positives. God is pleased when we praise Him. So we need to be constantly thinking of, of praising God. So what did we cover? We had uh, the faithful pray and are blessed. The faithful focus on promises. Find them where you can. Hunt them up. Because they'll give you blessings. The faithful are patient and are blessed. The faithful persevere and are blessed. The faithful praise God and are blessed. May God bless you.